Welcome back to the Stoic Cast with Max V. We continue our Stoicism look at Massimo Paglucci's and Gregory Lopez's book, 52 Weeks of How to Thrive in a World Out of Your Control. Our Stoic adventures continue with week 27. Week 27, act the opposite of anger. When we're angry, we may think that venting will help, partly because it often feels good to vent. This is exactly why Kofi started venting his anger. After a lifetime of keeping his feelings bottled up, releasing them felt good. But it had a nasty side effect. As with many things that can feel good, he started venting anger more and more, which led to strained relationships, in turn leading to more venting, creating a vicious cycle. Modern psychology and the ancient Stoics have similar explanations for why this vicious cycle occurs, and the Stoics offer several methods for countering it. This week, you'll be exploring one of those techniques. Our weekly quote is from Seneca. Fight hard with yourself, and if you cannot conquer anger, do not let it conquer you. You have begun to get the better of it if it does not show itself, if it is not given vent. Let us conceal its symptoms, and as far as possible, keep it secret and hidden. It will give us great trouble to do this, for it is eager to burst forth, to kindle our eyes, and to transform our face. But if we allow it to show itself, to our outward appearance, it is our master. Let it rather be locked in our innermost recesses of our breast, and be borne by us, not bear us. Nay, let us replace all of its symptoms by their opposites. Let us make our countenance more composed than usual, our voice milder, our steps slower, our inward thoughts gradually become more influenced towards our outer demeanor. Anger, Seneca famously said, is temporary madness. You can't reason with it. The popular idea suggested by Aristotle that a bit of anger is actually a good thing is nonsense to the Stoics. Once you're angry, reason has gone out to lunch, and you are liable to do things that you will regret, even if the anger was triggered by a just cause. According to Dartmouth Classics professor Margaret Graver, Seneca describes three phases of anger which are also recognized by the American Psychological Association. The first phase is pre-reflective, that is, it occurs without conscious thought on our part and is inevitable. It takes place when we feel the sudden rise of a strong emotion and the need to retaliate with vehemence against whatever triggered the emotion. The second phase is cognitive. We briefly reflect on what is happening and recognize it as anger. We then rapidly review and judge its cause. Third phase takes place when we have given assent, as the Stokes would say, to the sensation. We now think that our anger is perfectly justified and let go of rational control, blindly following wherever the rage leads us. Seneca warns us, and the APA agrees, that the moment to act is at the beginning of the second phase. If we wait too long, all possibility of control is lost, and we have to hope that we won't do something we can't fix or that we'll regret. How exactly are we supposed to act in order to deal with anger and preclude the possibility that it will take over our faculties? In On Anger by Seneca, he lists a series of strategies, many of which you've already explored. 1. Check anger as soon as you feel its symptoms, phase 1. Don't wait or it will get out of control, phase 3. 2. Engage in cognitive distancing, what Seneca calls delaying your response. Go for a walk. Slowly recite the letters of the alphabet. Take a series of deep breaths. 3. Associate with serene people and avoid irritable and angry ones. You can review week 21 for more on this. Deploy self-depreciating humor and de-escalate anger. You can see week 22 for more on this. Engage in preemptive meditation and anticipate situations that may trigger anger. You can see week six for more on this. Play a musical instrument or purposely engage in whatever activity relaxes your mind. 
Seek environments with pleasing colors. Don't engage in discussions when you're tired, thirsty, or hungry. Change your body to change your mind. Deliberately slow your steps or lower the tone of your voice. Of course, none of the above justifies inaction in the face of injustice. This week, we'll focus on how to be in control of your actions when you do react so that the reaction is both justified, recall the virtue of justice, and in reasonable proportion, the virtue of temperance. What to do? As you can see, there are many ways to approach anger. This week's exercise will focus on the final strategy explored by Seneca, changing your behavior. The way to do this is by mimicking a calm demeanor whenever you feel anger building. To make things easier, we suggest that you first think a little bit about how to implement some of Seneca's advice before making behavioral changes, such as taking some time to relax, avoiding socializing when you're hungry, tired, or thirsty. Brainstorm some ideas of what reliably relaxes and refreshes your mind so that you can easily incorporate this into your daily routine. Next, think about your week ahead. In what situations might you find yourself and other people around you when you may be exhausted or hungry? Plan how you can cope with these sensations in advance, either by postponing the encounters or trying to be well-rested and fed before the encounter. Great. Plan to cope with anger in advance will help reduce your anger levels over the course of the next week. Now let's come up with a plan for how to behave if you notice your anger rising. First, brainstorm ways to notice when you're getting angry. Think back to when you've been angry before. How did you notice anger rising? Was it a physical tension or a flash of heat? Was it some thought like cursing? Do you usually get angry in a certain situation or around a certain person? Next, consider how a calm person would behave in the situations you've listed above. Be sure to stick to just their behavior. Imagine what a camera would see if it were filming the person, not their thoughts or their feelings. We'll start you off with a few suggestions that Seneca mentioned. A. Their movements would be slow. B. Their speech would be soft. C. Their faces would be relaxed. Now that you've thought about telltale signs of anger and some ways to behave when you feel anger rising, you can make an implementation intention or two combining the triggers with how you'd like to behave. For an example, when I start cursing in my head, I'll relax my face muscles. Write down your own ideas. Review your implementation intentions daily for the next week. It may be helpful to set reminders to relax and eat regularly to avoid being hungry or tired. Why do it? While many of us think that venting anger by acting on it is useful, scientific evidence suggests that the reverse is true. In fact, there's some evidence to suggest that acting the opposite of anger helps people prone to anger reduce their emotions. A type of therapy called dialectical behavior therapy, DBT, trains people in the opposite action skill for a range of emotional issues. The theory is that by acting the opposite of how you feel, you can reduce both the negative outcomes of acting as well as the emotion itself. From a stoic perspective, methods to head off anger allow you to better fulfill your role as a human being. You can be both more rational and in the moment and more pro-social. Our weekly review. Take some time to write about your experience of acting the opposite of anger. Did you find that you were able to relax and not engage with people when you were tired or angry? Did this help prevent or reduce anger? That is the end of week 27. Week 27, act the opposite of anger. My personal reflections on this. Yeah, I get angry. I get upset. I get frustrated often. And the venting does feel good. You know, it, uh, it feels great to get all that off your chest, to scream and yell at the world that uh, whatever's bothering you. I tend to be uh, often yelling at traffic. I just yell at the cars in front of me. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it would appear that the Stoics think that this is a waste of time. 
So I'm definitely going to take more time to reflect on the situations, use my stoic thinking, and try and check my anger as soon as I feel it rising. If I feel that red blood boiling, if I see the, the, the crimson tinges to my vision, if I see the uh, blood pressure um, uh, elevating, um, I can catch that. I want to catch that before it becomes a problem. I don't want to get to phase three and go off like a, a volcano on somebody that maybe didn't deserve it and arguably maybe I didn't control my feelings and emotions in a stoic way. So I will certainly plan to maintain my uh, health better, my, my eating better, my sleep better to help reduce my anger, reduce my stress, reduce my frustration and uh, de-escalate these problems and uh, live a more stoic lifestyle. Hopefully you are all doing the same and uh, we will talk more next time on week 28 which is put the sage on your shoulder. Sounds pretty interesting to me. Until then, stay stoic.